So here's a question for you. Can we have Christianity without Christ? Now, before you go saying, you've been in quarantine way too long, man, let me tell you why I'm asking. See, as I look around, it seems to me that there are those in the Christian community who truly love their religion, and they love it so much they focus intently upon it, and they do that instead of focusing on Christ. What do I mean? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode, which is episode number 21. So welcome to the Simple Not Shallow podcast, a podcast meant to help you steep in God's love, much like coffee steeps in a good French press, until your faith is just like that very good cup of coffee, more simple, strong, full of flavor, and richly satisfying. So let the steeping begin. Now, over the past few months, I have been checking out different Christian-based videos on YouTube and listening to different Christian-based podcasts and, you know, visiting a few different local churches. And what I have found to be a consistent theme in all of this is a profound dedication to ideas, teachings, you know, doctrines, activities, and even worship styles. In other words, I have found plenty of dedication and devotion to the religion. You know, folks doing the religion very, very well. And yes, I, I, I do mean it is the Christian religion. Though I have found that they are so focused on this that what they have become is a Christian-styled religion, if you know what I mean. I mean, one that is, well, it has all the right-sounding ideas. You know, it has very holy-sounding doctrines, quite true doctrines, too. And very much Bible-based rituals and actions. I mean, what they do is found in the Bible, biblically-based. But all of this is somehow hollow-sounding. And it's just a bit lacking, you know, where, where, where something in it is not quite right. For the focus in all of this is the religion, is on what they are doing and not upon Christ himself. I mean, he's still there, don't get me wrong, but he is no longer the foundation. He is no longer the central component of this Christian practice. He is merely one part of the overall religious experience. And I do find that to be quite sad. Now, now, now don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying that any of what they're doing is wrong, okay? I'm not saying that what they're doing is not truly based in biblical teaching. Like I just said, everything I found, well, most everything I found, is in line with what the Bible teaches. And I am not commenting, actually, on any of that at all. I'm not being critical. I'm not saying they're wrong in what they're doing. I'm not addressing what they're doing at all. I'm addressing their underlying focus. See, I, I am simply sharing a sadness that I feel about all of this because they're missing out. See, I find it very, very tragic and very, very sad that those who have so much information at their fingertips, those who know so much about what the Bible says about Jesus, are actually missing out on knowing him and being vitally connected with him. See, they are not focused on him now, but simply on what they know. You know, sort of like well, the Pharisees in Jesus' day, 
who studied and studied and studied the scriptures. I mean, these folks, they knew the Bible inside and out. They could quote chapter, they could quote verse, they could point to what they're doing, why they're doing it, how they're doing it, and all relate it to the religion that they practiced. They did that very, very well. And yet, even as they knew God's word and their religion better than any of us know ours, I would say, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I would guess, that they would know it better than we know ours. That's how much they studied it, and that's how much time they spent in it. However, they completely missed out on knowing who God was. See, they knew the things about God, but they did not know God himself. And I think that's one of the great tragedies that we have fallen into in our day. See, Jesus said he came to give us abundant life. He did not say that he came to teach us how to read about it or how to know about it. He came that we might live it. See, one of the most beautiful passages that I found that deals with this uh, concerns the disciples on the road to Emmaus. I mean, here, the two disciples are talking about all that had just happened to Jesus. His crucifixion, the burial, how they had thought he was going to be the Messiah. I mean, they were feeling quite dejected, really. They were down in the dumps. They were confused. And then Jesus shows up, and he explains the scriptures to them. And when he leaves, they say, Didn't our hearts burn within us as he opened up the scriptures to us? See, Jesus became their focus in the scriptures, and then they recognized him. They were able to see him, and they tasted the abundance that Jesus came to give. Their hearts burned within them. To not experience Jesus in his holy word, well, is to miss out on your heart burning within you as he reveals himself, he himself, to you. He himself, not mere teachings. Yes, you will be taught things. And yes, you will be told there are things you need to do and things you need to avoid in the scriptures. These ideas, doctrines, teachings, and what you do are going to all be taught to you by God, the Holy Spirit, as you study the Bible with your sole focus being on Jesus and him alone. See, seek first the king then you are truly seeking first his kingdom. And as you do this, he will give you everything else. Everything else will be added unto you. Back to our coffee metaphor. See, I find those who focus solely on learning things to be like those who know about the wonders of coffee that are found in a French press. I mean, they know it's there. But rather than taking the steps to develop their palate and to freely enjoy the richness, full flavor, and satisfaction found in French-pressed coffee, well, they content themselves with a little drip coffee that is mixed with a large amount of cream and sugar. I mean, preferring to sweeten things to their own taste, sometimes to the point of not being able to taste the coffee at all. And I find that to be very sad. Well, until next time, love simply, love wisely, and love well, and pursue Christ and Christ alone. See, he will develop your palate so that you can truly know the freedom of enjoying all the wonder and splendor that is to be found in that French press style of faith, one that is found in pursuing a vital and vibrant relationship with him. For that is where life is full of flavor and where it is richly satisfying. That is where the abundant life is truly found.
Well, thank you for joining me. And do me a favor. Tell me what you think in the comment section of this episode. Just go to simplenotshallow.com and from the menu bar, select the SNS podcast dropdown. Click on the words, choose the episode, and then select this episode, which is number 21. And there you'll not only find the show notes, but the comment box as well. And once there, do your thing. Also, please take the time to rate this episode and to subscribe to this podcast, you know, through the podcast service of your choice. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whichever one you prefer. That way, you can listen whenever, wherever, however you'd like. Why, you could even take us to your favorite coffee shop and we could enjoy a good French press together. Well, sort of, virtually speaking. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and I'll catch up with you next time.